engaged and inspired podcast. A simple warning, we may drop an F-bomb or other descriptive words just in case you have small children with you or are at work. We know many of you are planning right now from your cubicle. You've been warned. Be engaged and inspired podcast. And now your host, Kia and DJ Sam. The Engaged and Inspired Podcast with DJ Sam. And Kia. And of course, it's Wednesday, so yes. I know you're going to share a wedding tip Wednesday with us. Yes, I've dug deep for this one. Check the venue beforehand. What does that mean? Well, you booked your venue in the middle of winter, and now it's the middle of spring. Go back and check your venue. Why? The venue could be making cosmetic changes. They might have painted a wall. They might have updated their bathrooms or not updated them and changed carpet, things like that. Absolutely. You've got to check these things because you don't want to be surprised on the day when you get there and the gazebo that you thought was going to be there is no longer there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, today we have Dave Noonan from Modern Photographic with hey. us here. Hi, Dave. Hey, what's up? Welcome. Thank and you. we're going to talk about timing of a wedding because I know as a DJ, you have your thoughts on timings, and I know as a planner, I, I have them. But photographers, you guys actually in many ways spend a lot more time with the bride and the groom prior to the wedding and then throughout the wedding you actually start to spend less and less time with them sure. but your yeah. first moment is from the time you get there yeah yeah about how many hours do you think that you spend on site for a wedding uh you, typical coverage is about eight hours okay and that that usually I, I like to show up about an hour before the bride puts her dress on okay so it kind of gets she doesn't need three hours of me shooting her makeup being done. Do you Plus, know what I mean? nobody wants that yeah. full before and after look. You want that like I'm looking midway for, I'm done. looking for a nice close-up of some <laughs> eyelash extensions <laughs> being put in or, uh, you know, lip Lipstick. gloss. Yep. Uh, and then I'm photographing all the details before she puts them on. You know, what type the of details? So, you know, the shoes, her dress, her jewelry. And, and your it, second shooter shooting on the other side, is, if he's shooting for a groom, what would he be Usually shooting? with the groom. So shoes, you know, we're really looking for him buttoning up his jacket or, you know, tie, uh, yeah. putting on his shoes. It's a great shot. But it's, it's a great shot. But also, really, the best shots that I get for getting ready is kind of just photographing what's happening. Mm -hmm. Documentary style, like, uh, you know, they're sharing a laugh over this or having mimosas or the guys are drinking whiskey, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Also, so, if they share a gift... That's yeah, something oh yeah, I that's like always, being photographed. Uh, yeah. Yes, and yes. what's really great is when they get their photos back, if if they get the two-shooter package, they get to see what, you know, a cohesive story of what what they were up to. And it's, it's kind of cool. Always it looks, looks nice in the album. shenanigans on one side. Yep. <laughs> and usually, you know, a little bit of crying or tears. chaos or, or emotions. Yeah. Also, other. it's always really cool. I actually really like those getting ready shots because yes, I think so sometimes I. it shows how much stuff is going on in that room. Yeah. There's usually food. There's dresses yeah. hanging up. There's shoes. There's always a flower girl or two who, like, don't seem to want to get ready at the right time. Just a little bit of craziness. And I love it, too, because I get to see who these people are. It's my first impressions, uh. and I get to see... Oh, this is the one to look out for at the reception <laughs> right. later. Right. <laughs> also, no, that's good. Yeah. But also, it's the way for them to get to know who you are. Yes. So that sure. maid of honor or bridesmaid who might be the troublemaker right. at least knows, like, I'm going to keep an eye out for, for you. For sure. Now, you, you mentioned something that I do with every photographer that I work with. As soon as you get to the reception, I go and ask you, 
how's the bride and groom of the bridal party? Absolutely. Be- because yep. you you have that sense of whether, oh, they, these guys are crazy in the bus, yeah. they were singing. Yeah. And give me or little super tips. super laid back couple, very quiet, shy, exactly. or right. Yeah, then no, I know so, where to go from as there. As professionals, we always do that. Yep. When we get to the reception, mm-hmm. the first thing we do is yep. you know, touch in. base. Yep. Or sometimes we're actually checking in with each other on the way. Especially if you've worked, like, because yep. we've all worked together before. Yep. Sure. It's one of those things where Dave can say, like, just letting you know there's, like, dress trauma yes. happening. Like, somebody's yep. going to have to bustle her yep. or something yep. something along those ways. So, obviously, some venues now, everybody does everything in the same space. Meaning they're getting ready at the same yes. space. They're having their ceremony and their yep. reception. Or they're going to a church. Which is your favorite version? I'm kind of, somehow I've gotten to be the farm wedding guy. I'm the outdoor <laughs> outdoor barn wedding guy. I yeah. love it. I think probably because it's my landscape photography background, mm-hmm. that's my favorite. And, and usually those are all inclusive, like, you know, usually at one location. Yeah. Um, love that. Um, I like the one in place because you don't tend to lose people. Yeah. And it becomes, it's experiential. Yes. You know? Uh, yep. It yeah. is a wedding experience. It's yeah. one of the things I really like about like the Inn at Mount Pleasant. They always say it's a wedding experience and a wedding weekend. Right. You're not yep. rushing through everything. Right. One and done. Yes. Yep. Also, how do you feel about when brides sort of think like, or couples think about maybe making an additional drop-off point to go take photos? Like that, in between the venue and it's the... It's cool. I, I prefer it when there's either a small wedding party or no wedding party at all. Mm. Just because mm, you get into these... Get, eight, getting eight, ten, eight, ten yeah. people out of a vehicle Ugh, back tough. in. It's tough, like herding cats. Yes. <laughs> and and they're hungry, and they want to drink. Yeah, <laughs> and the guys want to drink, and yeah, it's, uh, but hey, I love it. You know, yeah. it, I love it. Do yeah. you, so usually during a cocktail hour, there's about, obviously, an hour to go do photos. Mm-hmm. You're doing photos with family, and then you try to take the couple and sort of go spend some time with just them. Yeah, yeah. So I like to spend about 10 to 20 minutes, you know, with just the couple, and I can get a lot done in that in mm-hmm. that time. In family photos, it takes me four minutes per side of family to, to get those done. That's impressive. I, it took a long time to yeah. get there, but I have yeah. a system. It's <laughs> a secret. I'm not telling anybody. <laughs> I've seen works. the secret. I've seen it happen. <laughs> but it is, it's really impressive, and people do listen, because like you said, it is like herding cats. And people appreciate it, mm-hmm. because they've been to weddings where they've in, they're in the family photos, and they've lost the whole cocktail hour. Yeah. And it's like, look, I get it. I know it works. I know what the dynamics are, which is, let's move through this. And they're the most popular photos. They're the the photos everybody always Mm -hmm. buys and purchases after. And it's super important because a lot of times families don't even see each other. Not all the, the entire families aren't even together. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that because there's always a funny thing that us DJs always talk about is the five minute picture that you're going to go and take. And we all know that the five minute (laughs) picture is uh, three hours later. Uh, You have a system that works. Yeah, I'm super cautious with my couple's time like i realize it's not nobody wants it to be an eight hour photo shoot no. it's a wedding i get it done yeah we get it done and, and we do it nicely and i also sort of think that parents are the two groups of people who really should be at a cocktail hour more than anybody else because they're sort of greeting Hosting people and, yeah. they're letting also they'll sort of go back to their their children and say like please go make sure that you see aunt, aunt mildred because she already told me she's not staying yep. the whole night something like that it's really important and then obviously you don't shoot people when they're eating never never because no, no. <laughs> no one looks good nobody no 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 and then when it comes to sort of things like cake are you pre or are you pro smushing con no smushing cake it's not my wedding 
you do whatever you want to do, and I'm going to be there to document it. Okay, as a planner, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no, She's got never. makeup done. She looks pretty. Just don't do it. But yeah. okay, as a photographer, you're right. It is their wedding. Yeah. And then obviously you spend that last bit of time either taking them outside to get like a sunset photo. Yeah. And then reception photos, which... I, I usually have some kind of signature photo that, that I like to do at nighttime, whether it's a sunset. Sometimes sunset just doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen every mm-hmm. Saturday no, or every should, Friday. But, I mean, it and does happen. But it's cloudy. I'll do, I'll exactly. Light up. It's not coordinated with Mother, <laughs> yeah. mother Nature. It's really cool. Like, do. We'll do a night shot where uh, maybe I'll do a long exposure with, um, and I'll light it up real dramatically in front of the venue or you know, some, some awesome tree that they got married in front of later on in the night. Um, and what I do is I bring my assistant out there. And we set up all the lighting, and then we grab the couple, and I go to the DJ, and I say, hey, I'm just taking them off the dance floor for five minutes. And when I say five minutes, they're back and four. <laughs> back they're and back four and or four. six, between because four we and already, six. Because we, we did all the lighting setups. No, that's and, true, because you've already preset they everything. they want to go party. They yeah. want to go, yeah. So. Right, and, and that's as far as the DJ aspect of it is the bride and groom want to dance. So they don't necessarily want to be taken off the dance floor just to take pictures because they I may play their favorite song so what Dave and I would uh, would do is uh, when we meet at the very beginning of the reception I ask what pictures are you going to be taking during the the, the reception mm-hmm. and then he, you'll go down your list and yep. if the sunset one is on there we'll coordinate it so yep. he, he tells me when he's ready uh, with his setup outside and then boom I'll go into a couple of slow songs yep. so that yep. slow set is there everybody is not missing the bride and the groom by the time he's finished Slow set is back, and we're back to dancing. Yeah. Guests don't miss the bride and groom at all. And if you insert a planner into that, you guys don't even necessarily need to have the conversation because we've already had that conversation prior. Everybody has that same timeline. We're all on the same page. And if you do, you know, if she needs to, like, go take that photo but then also decides to go change her shoes – you're, I'm going to be one of the first people who knows who's obviously going to let Sam know yeah. too. Yep. Communication All on the is same key. Page. Yep. 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 That's what makes a really smooth, smooth wedding. Because I always remember that some vendors have egos. I'm not going <laughs> to name anybody, but obviously at the end of the day, they've purchased all of our services yeah so all vendors in my opinion should be respecting each other's service that team bride and groom yes That's it. or yep. team bride and bride or team oh, exactly groom and groom. right on. just saying <laughs> right on. we're all inclusive absolutely right on be engaged and inspired we'll be right back when your wedding entertainment has to have amazing music be fun organized and professional your choice has to be atmosphere productions DJs, live musicians, custom lighting, and photo booths, as seen on the TLC TV series Four Weddings, winner of the Wedding Wire Couples Choice Award and DJ Times DJ of the Month. Experience the difference. www.atmosphere-productions.com. That's www.atmosphere-productions.com. Hi, I'm Dave Noonan from Modern Photographic, and I listen to the Be Engaged and Inspired podcast on iTunes Podcast and Google Play. And you should too. Engage Connecticut offers couples the opportunity to work with experienced wedding planners, one-of-a-kind wedding venues, along with design and wedding rentals. We plan real weddings for real couples. Located in West Hartford, serving all of New England. Look for us on Facebook and Instagram under EngageCT and at www.engagedct.com. Now back to Be Engaged and Inspired with your hosts, Kia and DJ Sam. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast welcome back this is dj sam and kia what about first look what about it you're pro for it not for it i'm for it i love love first look and guess what well we still have dave noonan here from (laughs) modern 
Modern photographic. Motor, I'm going to get it sooner or later. <laughs> okay, so on a photographer's side, how do you feel about having a first look or having a ceremony look? I think uh, it's a it's a uh, super personal decision that only the bride and groom uh, should really have a say in. Yeah. Um, as a photographer, that's one of those. I, I approach a first look as a, a documentary approach. I don't direct anything. I'll kind of give them a tip as I'm setting them up how it should work, but... You know, I never really, I never direct it. It's, I shoot it more like paparazzi mm -hmm. where I'm shooting with a long lens far away. When I notice that, you know, the emotional moments are starting to wrap up, then I'll come in and I'll say, okay, guys, like, you, you know, do you want to go and we'll start, we'll start stuff, doing yeah. portraits after that. We can get into the pros and cons of it. I love first looks because we can get all the portraits done before yeah. the ceremony. Uh, the bride's never going to look more fresh. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. You know, because her hair and makeup was just done. Yes. Uh, nobody's cried yet. They know? can also have time to go get a touch-up in case they do exactly. cry during that first uh -huh. look. And for the groom, it's, uh, you know, some, some grooms are shy and they may not want to see their bride in front of 100 guests, 150 guests for the first time. Well, that's true. And they may be worried about tearing up or getting emotional or whatever. It takes a lot of stress off that way. As a planner, I always sort of think about, like, what time of year are you getting married? And when a couple sits down with me yes. and they're like, we have a huge extended family and we're getting married outside by this barn and we're also getting married, you know, end of October yeah, after and daylight it's dark savings. Yeah. That, <laughs> that's a really good point. Really good point. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think about that where they say, well, you know, the ceremony's at four o'clock mm -hmm. in November. Well, yeah. The sun sets at 3.34. Everybody's in darkness. And also, important. even when like the sun is setting, and if you're having cocktail hour outside or any of those things, all of that is still in some form of darkness later on in the sure. year. And this does give you the chance. Or yeah. I also say, do you want to join your cocktail hour? Oh, I always recommend that. And if they if oh, they yeah. want yeah. to be, first of all, because everybody likes food that's in tiny format, which cocktail hour basically is, <laughs> and that allows... A bride and groom or the couple to sort of enter into that cocktail hour and take part i think it also saves you time on doing um a receiving line that's just me personally Absolutely. right but, but if the bride and groom still want to do a first look indoors that's mm -hmm. not a problem no yeah, that's not true at all. now for ceremony look obviously this logistically as a planner it means trying to get one person down the aisle without getting the other person to be seen um, and sometimes that's a little easier said than done. Right. I always tell grooms they have no free will to look wherever they want <laughs> prior. Like, I'm just like, right now you have to look forward. Yep. Don't turn them around. Don't do anything else. Ten and two. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now, for you, though, when you're sort of shooting, let's say, in a church, churches all have different types of rules, right? So what are some of the rules that you've had to deal with? You know, it's it's usually common sense stuff. You know, usually a, a church officiant will come out and say, you know, don't come up on the altar. I would never do that. You know, <laughs> uh, it's usually really common sense stuff. Um, I never shoot with flash in a church. I just, I don't want to do anything that's going to draw attention to hmm. back to me, you know. Uh, so that's all natural light. And it's one reason to have two shooters. Yeah. Because uh, somebody can capture... The person walking down the aisle, but also capture the emotion of everybody Absolutely. who's watching the bride I, or the I groom walking down. I can have a photographer down. up Good in the balcony point. or... Sure. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. sometimes those are the... I love like when you see like a sibling see their sibling or like a parent see it, like tears start to come. It's a little bit different yeah. and things that you might not be thinking about. Yeah. So it's funny because with a church type of ceremony, I'll usually have my second shooter take over as lead. In other words, like just have them get the safe shots mm -hmm. and I'm the one that's going around looking for the emotions because that's the stuff that 
You love it. I love that. Like yeah. when I'm editing a wedding, I'm looking for the the smirks, the tears, the, <laughs> the cries, the the odd looks, the eye know. rolling. I love that. just everything that's that's human nature. That that's what I'm there for. I think uh, with second photographers, they usually get to uh, get more creative throughout mm-hmm. the day, and that's the time when I like to get creative. Yeah, is during the ceremony. Now, when you're sort of telling people about a difference between a first look and a ceremony look. Um, but when you're talking to, say, like the entire wedding party, I mean, do you remind them that they should be like smiling? Like yeah. their photos, they're going to be in all these shots no matter what. I know usually a wedding party doesn't join the first look, but some, I know Sometimes some couples, they, yeah. they some, do, yeah. they come. Yeah. It's like and emotional that's support. That's something I discuss with the bride. Usually a week, our last meeting a week before the wedding or so is, hey, I noticed we're doing a first look. Would you like to incorporate the wedding party in the background or do you want it just to be a private moment? Mm-hmm. And it's usually 50-50. But I always tell the wedding party, hey, you guys are on camera. Yeah. You know, it's smiles. You're, you know, let's not have our phones out. Let's not have (laughs) drinks in our hands and sunglasses in your pockets. chewing gum. Or chewing gum. Oh, But one of the things, one of my favorite shots um, from a wedding that we did last year, uh, it was an Indian wedding. And so we were in downtown Hartford and they, the bride and groom had their, their first look. But then if you look to the window, their entire wedding party was all there taking uh, photos yeah. because they were waiting to go out. Yeah. And it was sort of a very sweet because they were moment. just as excited, yeah. but trying not to sort of invade their private yep. space. I think a lot of times, I think what you said about if somebody's nervous or something like that, sometimes that can get that pre-jittery feelings out, which means that when they do go down the aisle, they're just relaxed. They're For feeling sure. it. Um, For sure. But ultimately, it's really going to come up to what their tradition is. It's not worth it if it's super upsetting to your parents that you see each other prior. Yeah. Um, if you're superstitious, that doesn't work either, though. Yeah. Done plenty of weddings, and I, I'm going to say that superstition doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of those things where it is really a personal choice. So super personal. when a couple asks you, as a photographer, which do you recommend? What's your safe answer? I don't recommend anything. What do you want to do? That's <laughs> what I say. And I've had couples, but I've had couples say, we've, we've spoken to other photographers, and they have told us that if we do not do a first look, they're not interested in shooting uh, our wedding. And I was like, sad. what? Yeah, but that's who <laughs> that's you are. Like, that's who you... A, your wedding has nothing to do yeah. with how I feel. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> you know? You're there to capture it's, how I'm they I'm there to feel. capture it and make them comfortable for their portraits and, and have fun with them and, and create awesome uh, imagery for them. Yeah. You know, I, I can give them tips that can help. You know, I've, I've done hundreds of weddings. I can, I can guide them, but it's... Uh, the first look is uh that's so personal yeah or it, it's very traditional you have those two mm-hmm. two things it's and that's even a personal thing if you decide to stick to the traditions some people have the veils some people don't all mm-hmm. of those things so share with our listeners one more time sort of your website your yep. favorite in well you said instagram is your favorite social media yep. so my website is uh modernphotographic.com that's f-o-t-o-graphic.com and uh instagram i'm at dave noonan underscore And Facebook, Modern Photographic by Dave Noonan. Thank you, Dave. And before we depart, Sam, do you have anything to share? I certainly do. Uh, Eight questions you must ask a wedding professional before booking them. It's right on our website. Go to all the w's.atmosphere-productions.com. Wait for the pull-down menu, and you'll get the sample report free. Learn how to shop from a pro like a pro. 
That's a good idea. So thank you so much for joining us at Be Engaged and Inspired. Um, I hope that you join us again next time. Remember, you can download um, our episodes off of iTunes and Google Play. And if you happen to have a question that you want us to cover, just send us an email to engagect at gmail.com. See you next time. Be Engaged and Inspired podcast is copyright and produced by Atmosphere Productions in association with Engage Connecticut.